here to play us in. Oh God. Um. Oh. Uh. Oh, this is gonna be good. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, roll with it. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm trying to think of like spooky, you know, Dracula type experience music, but I'm struggling. Oh. Um. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Multiplayer Project Podcast. This is our space to share our appreciation of games we've played together and to share our tips for how you might play with your friends. My name is Sam Peck, and I'm joined, as always, by someone who just wanted to say something. (laughs) Oh. Uh, Ty- Tyler, just the tips, cr- crump. Oh, classic Tyler, classic just the tips. <laughs> and I'm also joined by uh, someone who likes spooky vampire music. Hall, <laughs> <laughs> Nick the peasant. Wow. And the we peasant. are here to talk about what Nick. What are we talking about? We're talking about V Rising. V rising. V rising. Guess, hey, could you guys guess what V stands for? Yeah, so I actually wanted to start with that. What does it stand for? Vampir. V stands for victims. Victims? Visigoths? There's a lot of victims (laughs) in the game. There are are a lot of victims. But, But the victims do not rise. The victims. Fall that's beneath right. our... I think the vampires are rising. I think, va- I think it's now. I think it is well. the vampires are rising. Although I'll have to ask you about what the what the V stands for in V blood, because are we killing other vampires? That's a good question. So. It's blood for the vampires. Ah. It's V as in very good. <laughs> very good. <laughs> well, it blood. can be, but it's often it's bad. Oh, it's that's very very tasty. V blood. <laughs> very tasty. The tasty. V- very powerful, very <laughs> important, very necessary to get to the next stage. Very blood? <laughs> Could it be very right. blood. Verifiable. Yeah, it's a good question. But uh, well, let, let's get into it, right? What's well, the... What's, what, well, what before, we, before we, we do have some business. Oh, uh, we have business! As you know, Ha-ha! this <laughs> is... Business! Business! <laughs> uh, v business! Theme. Um, as you know, this is our tenth episode, and uh, Nick, do you Last remember time. what I what back in December? How many episodes I I said we should do? You promised a ten episode run. This is the tenth. I'm fulfilling my contract. <laughs> <laughs> I did what I said I'd do. Like do honorable you, do man, you, honorable. do you write? Do you write an actual contract and then like? hold yourself accountable or do you just my wife was actually saying this the other day she says you know what i admire about sam she says what i admire about sam is he sets a goal and he accomplishes it what about me what about me oh, we, oh, we haven't had yeah. we haven't had we haven't had measurable uh <laughs> indicators to prove that that's the case for so wait for what goal was, she, was, was his marathon thing that he did I don't, I don't, no, it just, just, just you know, just like stuff. Like I'm working on this thing, and then, and then he does it, and then he works on it, and then it get, and then it happens. Oh and man, he's just he says, publicizing all his wins. He does a good job of documenting his work. I'm about to say yes, yes. It's, it's, it's a bit of a selection bias here because, like, I don't do that much, but I do take pictures of everything I do. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. You do. You that's do. You're pretty good goodness. about working on projects consistently. I just, I like compliments. That's all, you know? Oh, you're efficient for that's one. It. Uh, yeah. She also said you, uh, are a very great person. <laughs> I think she mm. said something like I'll that. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> Uh, uh, interesting that you're fishing for compliments because you know what I hate in V Rising? <laughs> fishing. <laughs> All right, but no, wait, 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 real quick. On business, on business. Business. All right. business. So, business. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I love that video so much. I love it so much. <laughs> wait, what? You know bit, what we're talking video? about? No, business? Oh, it's this like actor who's like, I guess he must be like a dwarf or something because he's very small, but he's an adult. So he looks like a child. And then he like, took all this guy's money for some reason and the guy's like why'd you take my money and he's like crumb business <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good i'll share it with you afterwards it's really funny it's really okay funny. all right back uh, to business all right so back to our business so i i am looking at our um uh our our anchor dashboard and looking at the um you know, overview of listens over time and uh, Wait, I just, all time. I just want to say, I just want to say it's part of the business. I'm glad that you were able to log back in because I, yes. <laughs> I think there was a moment <laughs> where uh, you lost your login or something and we couldn't get in. But, th- yes. but I'm glad you should let you me are. manage that. I'm more reliable. <laughs> yes, I did. I did. I did forget my password. Actually, what happened was I forgot which account I logged in with, but oh, well. Um, so yes, I'm looking at a chart of, uh, plays over time and, uh, I'll tell you what, it's a, uh, it's a downward sloping chart. Um, yeah. do you want to guess how many plays all time for all episodes we have? 315. Well, I'm, my guess is that obviously after we had this summer hiatus break, all the dogs that were listening just kind of lost Moved a little on. bit of interest Yeah, and went on to their other puppy podcasts and frankly... We also had a lull where we didn't really have a great <laughs> multiplayer game, so I'm gonna st- I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the dice here at uh, 175. The correct answer is 245 plays oh. all time, uh, wow. ac- according to Anchor. Uh, wow. Although, remember how we kind of suspected that the views went down? Like some people, yeah. Well, uh, and our audience uh, is, according to this, 100% male. Really? Yeah. I don't know how, how many, they know that. How many Where do they get that data? <laughs> it's, a, it's a good question. Um, all right. What, do you want to guess what our top three episodes are by listen, by, by, by plays? Oh, no. Raft? Oh, no. no, wait. Hold on. Now I want to. Raft? Wanna, I wanna... Valheim and let me look at what else we published. That's, so those are one and two. Valheim and, and Raft. Because most, uh, most listeners start with the first episode, right? So that makes sense yeah, to me. We should have done a better yeah. job on the first episode. What's um, what's the number three? And I'll tell you, it's not Left 4 Dead 2. It's Bean Battles. <laughs> Wait, I got. Where's the list of? Oh, it's here too. Let me let me look at that. I'm, like, line. I'm, I'm searching it up. I'm searching it up. The multiplayer. Seven the multi- days to die. Yes. Yes. Seven days to die is the third highest listened to episode. I don't know why. I know why. It's because it went free on. Um, the Xbox Game Pass and people are searching four, for four yes. or five people looked it up and they yeah, found arguably, us. I'm, lo- I'm looking at the list. Arguably, it's like the latest. Uh, yeah, that's besides best, Midnight Ghost Hunt. Yes. Yep. So we should just cover <clears throat> recent um, stuff. Yeah, if we want to optimize for 
Yeah. You know what like, I started doing? Uh, Shredder's since my, Revenge. Since my streams are the top result for the multiplayer project as a keyword, I added a link to our podcast in my description for my videos. Oh, interesting. Oh. Have you Did you do so link you tracking gotta, on that? No, I just linked it directly. That's what every uh every but it would show social media superstar. You have, like, proper attribution on Spotify. What's that? Yeah, Spotify? social every social media superstar says that's how you build those followings. You yeah, have I'm to, a you big take, social like, media superstar. You take clips and you do what they say oh, you should do. do. Clips. I don't. Yeah, do what clips. I what I what I saw once in one of these videos that popped up is that they say when you're doing a podcast, you should record a video. Oh, you for told it. us about this before. Yeah. Yeah, and then you post the videos on YouTube and then links. And clips of the video on TikTok and Instagram, and then yeah. everything just kind of like cyclically refers to each other's pollinates, and that's how you maximize the multipliers. Anyway, yeah. seems we'll hard. Bring on some extra staff. It seems like yeah. extra work. Yeah. Well, let's hire. We're gonna get an intern, a social media <laughs> manager intern, unpaid. Please submit oh, all no. of your applications to the multiplayer project <laughs> one thousand at gmail.com. But do you it in the next email address. Do it, yes, one, the, the Multiplayer Project 1000 at gmail.com, but do it in the next 10 minutes because I'm probably never going to open up this account ever again. You mean Wait, you're not you have to transfer boarding? ownership to me. Give me the yeah. ownership, Sam. You have to forward uh, the new steward. Yeah, fine. Emails. All right, Crump I'm going to keep going without you. We're gonna I'm going to cash out the remaining balance and call it a day. Uh, I want to make sure that wait. I want to make sure that's one hundred percent clear. That is an official statement from Sam Peck. So once this becomes the next big podcast, <laughs> Sam <laughs> comes back and he says, "I was the one who instigated this whole thing." And Nick and I will go. Hey, you know what, Sam? In episode ten, at the <laughs> timestamp uh, timestamp five fifteen, you said, "I'm cashing in." Can I quote? I'm cashing in. <laughs> All right. Wait, hold on a second. I'm cashing in the available ad revenue, which, by the way, is oh, uh, zero dollars. I'm not <laughs> cashing in my share. Wait. Okay? Also, wait. It was me and Sam. I don't. Or was it you? With it? I don't remember anymore. All right. No, but Tyler, here, here, here's tell you what. That's tell all you what. I'm doing. I will sell my wheel. shares to you. Venmo me ten bucks, and <laughs> I will relinquish all ownership in the multiplayer project. I'll buy half of them from you for five. <laughs> Deal. Diversify. <laughs> I'm going to Subway. <laughs> wow, you can still get a sub for five dollars at Subway. No, I think it's like no three way. inches now with inflation. Yeah, a, a three-inch sub. Five dollars. That's a lot. That's a big sub, guys. Three inches. That's a real. That's a huge sub. It's like a bun. Three inches is a Are... lot. Bun. Five dollars, three inch long. Bowway. All right. Um, okay. What, do we, what, what? Let's actually get to the subject matter. Yeah. Well, right. All right. The elevator pitch. That's the that's the three word description. Who's going first this time? Ooh. I'm not ready. All right. I'll go. I'll go first. Uh, combat focused survival. Ooh. Mm. All without using the word vampire. I like that. I'm leaving. I'm leaving it. I'm, that's a tee up to y'all. Yeah, mine is mine is uh hmm, wow. Um Diablo ish crafter. Ish. <laughs> That's I'm really it. stretched. I'm oh, but what can I say? I, I I no longer own this podcast. So yeah, 
just go with it. Yeah, I guess that I sounds do great. I want. <laughs> I haven't said the five. Ish is a word yet. now. Diablo ish crafter. That's it. That's those are my two and a half words. I'm gonna say. <clears throat> trying to find the right word here. I'm gonna say Dracula the Pioneer. Ooh, Pioneer is interesting. Why Pioneer? Because you're out colonizing a new land, you know, that's foreign to you. You're kind of on your own. There's lots of dangers. You got to build. You got to craft. You got to fight. You got to explore. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to flex a bit. I basically only use two words because the is like, you know, that's just a throwaway. It's like 2.2 words. The is a waste word when you only have three. <laughs> Um, no, I, like, I, I think like I, I agree with all of the words here. There's, there's nothing here I, I, I take issue with. Um, I, I, I like the Diablo ish or Diablo ish, uh, yeah. both in terms of like the, the over the, the like the overworld perspective, uh, but also like the loot drops like candy. Inventory. Um, yeah. 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 And here's and, the thing here. And here's where I would say, what, okay, so this is why I thought Diablo ish, not just the perspective, right? The top down view, that kind of. What is it? They call it isometric. Is that what they call it? I can't. Yeah, remember. that's ISO. I think. Um, but there is to although albeit to a very very small degree, there is a a set of abilities that you get to select from and yeah. create a combination of abilities. Albeit we can talk about that maybe in a little bit, but some some abilities are not all created equal. But the idea that you have different abilities that you can select. And you can put a combination of those together and be like, oh, this is kind of the combo that I want to run as as far as combat is concerned. Like, that's a very Diablo-ish button smasher type of thing, even though it's not as button smashy as as Diablo is necessarily, right? And it it is like the skills, and then there's like some skills that are weapon-based skills, right? So it's like depending on which weapon you have, then these are the attacks you get available to you. Although I wish, candidly, I wish that there was a little more diversity in that space, but maybe when we end it. Yeah, yeah. So th- there's a lot. There's a lot of mechanics in this game. At, at its core, I'd call it. I, th- I think I would call it a survival crafting game. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was designed with a PvP intent, uh, although we did not play it that way. Yeah, um, no, so hardly at it, all. It, it, it is. It is really meant for you to play on a public server and, and probably get wrecked by someone who's played for twenty hours straight. Um, but yeah, it has an overworld. It has a number of different regions. It has uh, resources that are in those regions. You build up a little base, uh, build up little little factories that ch- turn wood into lumber, and eventually you can build slightly better weapons to go out and, and kill slightly better or re- uh, harvest slightly better resources and take on harder and harder bosses and baddies in the world. Yeah. Something that's interesting about the prog- progression in the game is that you use often use old gear as a component for new gear um and you need to increase your damage output in order to get different types of materials so there are like certain types of like stone type elements that you like you cannot get iron unless your weapon's good enough but the interesting part is that you can actually kill bosses that are way above you in level if you're good enough which is kind of cool so if you're if you're skillful enough, you can actually like skip level and get you know new stuff sooner. We did that a few times where we killed skull level bosses um, as a group of like three or whatever. I mm. thought that was kind of fun that you could sort of endeavor to do this uh, if you if you're 
persistent and skillful enough to try and whittle them down. Yeah, yeah. Um, goodness. Should we uh, should we dig into some of these game mechanics that we liked? Yeah, I yeah. think we've touched we touched on we touched upon a couple of them. I think the the one I want to call out that I think is like really special that about this game that I really liked is the blood vial system, wherein as a vampire, as it totally makes sense, you you feed on blood and 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 if you don't haven't fed in a while, your your blood vial goes down through time, and you can also use it for. Reju rejuvenating your health etc so occasionally yeah. you have to feed but the interesting part about it is that who you feed on gives you different stat boosts uh -huh, so you can yeah. feed on a uh on a, a wolf to get creature blood or an archer to get rogue blood so on and so forth and yeah. some of the percent like the quality of the blood gives you greater stat boosts so very very infrequently you come you come across higher percentage uh, even a deer could have like a hundred percent blood or creature blood or something yeah. like that, indicating I guess, I think I guess it indicates that they're like pure they're of pure, hearts or they're something. Pure bloods. They're yeah. They're not, mud, they're not mud bloods as they would say blood in the bloods. Harry Potter universe. <laughs> yeah, this particular archer who is just the same as everyone archer. He's not even harder. He just happened to have like a royal bloodline or something. Yeah, that's right. The royal bloodline of the archer of Legolas. <laughs> Um, so it made it really, really interesting, especially given how rare they are. I was like, "Ooh, I, I you know, I saw a, a ninety-two rogue," and you like try to play the entire battle so that you don't kill him because I have, I have killed some ninety pluses <laughs> too many times. You know what's interesting? What I I want to expound on that a bit. What I found really interesting about it is that in the early game, the way that the blood system worked, even if you found like a really high quality blood eventually it would run out right, right. Mm -hmm. and although late game there was the mechanisms where you could capture them and keep them and you know just kind of drip drain them you know <laughs> if you will um like the idea that was like oh like this really felt like a resource that was probably i think to some degree at least until you had the prison was one that like very much drove some of your decision making like it's like oh it's like oh wow yep. okay i have like fantastic blood right now let's drop everything that i'm doing and let's move on to take on that boss that i would, was was meaning to get next so i thought that yeah. was interesting i really did like the blood the blood system as well i think what i liked most about it <clears throat> was that if you wanted to you could just grab you know whatever crappy five percent ten percent twenty percent blood and that was fine and you could get through the you know through it just fine so like it wasn't too much of a chore the blood mm. lasted a while if you weren't using blood men to heal you know it would last i don't know 15 20 minutes or something so you weren't like constantly forced to go grab blood and it was annoying um but then the rarity component of the, the blood you know quality made it exciting like you two were saying when you found someone that was like 80% or whatever. Oh, cool. Like, this is great. Like, and that actually fed into bringing them back for, for drawing blood, but also for like the quality of the servants that you converted. Yeah, that's right. Useless. It's a different thing, but it was, it was like cool to like, you know, oh, I found this like high value unit and I'm going to drag them back home and like, you know, make sure they stay alive. So that was, I think pretty smart where they made it that it was not necessary, but exciting and not so recurring and common that it was a chore to, to, to collect blood and, you know, empower your vampire. I was, I'm going to change the subject slightly, but I think it feeds back to the finding high blood, which was, uh, I mentioned combat 
focused. The combat in this game is excellent, but the the capstone on top is bosses. They're well designed. They yeah. and their difficulty is just perfect. You know, yeah. you you, t- you touched upon like going going after some skull bosses after like early in the game, which I remember liking that a lot. But around the mid game, especially with Quincy, I remember Quincy, uh, <laughs> like the Iron Guy. We had to start oh, preparing. He slapped us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had to start preparing for bosses. And part of that is like, okay, oh man, I tried we tried killing the boss and we lost. Okay, well, we really can't do it during daytime. So, yeah. okay, let's let's get prepare for that. Oh man, right. we really need to like get high level blood for this, you know, for this particular boss. Um or we all the needed, way to uh, resistances, resistances. Yeah. yeah. Also... And at the at the very end, we needed everything to line up. We uh you know, we'll, we'll I don't want to <laughs> we'll get to that story later, but um so so the it, it it powered all of the systems in the game to like oh all right we can finally take on this boss um except fishing except fishing forget wait. fishing forget fishing, fishing. Is wait garbage. let's go we'll get to fishing in a second though i wanted to expound a bit on the yeah so the boss's thing was interesting too right so i'm going to compare it a little bit to to valheim and I, and I know that does a disservice to both of the games a little bit but in like a game like valheim when we were beating the baddies um like, it was cool, and they were, like, hard in their own way. But there wasn't, like, I didn't feel like the, the reward was, like, anything that, like, moved us really forward. And this is my, right. my memory talking, so maybe I'm remembering it wrong. But part of what I also liked about um, V Rising was that every boss that you had, um, you knew not only, that there was not only a mechanism to know exactly where it is to go get it, right? So you could find it pretty easily. There, It's, like... Not like you have to search too hard. But you knew that you were going to get something at the end of it, whether it was a new power. In some cases, it was a new, uh, like a, a new building, right? Yep. Like my daughter, my, my young daughter, she's like 13. She's been playing. And it's funny to listen to her because she's getting really frustrated. And I was like, I, you know. <laughs> oh, I, interesting. I, I, but I by what? She's, she's pl- just like uh, how hard it is compared to what she thought she thought it was going to be. She's like, I tried to kill oh. this thing and I just died. And then more people showed up and then... I can't fight them all at the same time. And I'm like, and then the, the sun came up and I'm like, well, yeah, you have to make decisions based off <laughs> of actual, um, like environmental threats. Right. It's not, it's not like you just like walk in and just slap people a whole bunch of times. Sometimes it's a little more difficult than that. But, uh, yeah. it was, that was, what, she's like, oh, I was trying to get the tanner, right. The tanner. She's like, how do I get the, ta- where do I get leather? And I'm like, well, you have to beat the next boss. Like that was, yep. that was what you had to do. You had to beat the next boss to, in order to get the tanning. So I liked, um, and this is not just the bosses, but I think just the progression in general was seemed very well paced in terms of getting things at the right time and feeling like you were just powerful enough and right on that brink, like Nick said, where you you could you could beat things yeah. that were a little more advanced and you could stretch a little bit farther, um, but but doing things in order ended up being beneficial to a reasonable degree to help you kind of get the next stuff yeah next gear um i think the only thing that was like a little weird well not necessarily bad though was that some of the resources although they were available to you early you didn't realize how precious they were until you got later bone grave dust grave dust was one i think i remember remembering at one point where it was like we were using it for just whatever in the early stages. And then we got to this point where we're like, oh, crap. We, we need more scourge stones so we don't have any grave dust. So it was like a full-fledged effort to get enough. 
Freaking cotton, man. Cotton was the worst. Oh, yeah, the cotton was like cotton was like the next one that I remember too. So uh anyway, my point is bosses were great, combat was great, progression was really good. I felt like everything that you did had some sort of reward. I feel like even the beginning of the game, right? That top left corner, it was just like it was very yeah. explicit. Yep. Hey, do the, do this thing next. A little quest system. Yeah. Yeah, a little quest system in a sense that said, "Oh, do this thing next and, you know, we'll give you just a little bit more." But it was also not too prescriptive, which I also liked. But. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit more about the bosses and then I'll move on. So, I think Sam kind of said it already, but I think the boss fights were really great. Often they introduced a new mechanic in the boss fight, which made it interesting. Or if you fought a later boss, it would build upon like a prior thing that you encountered. So it sort of like trains you through the bosses to get gradually better at the game and the mechanics. So you were kind of able to match the boss where they were at. Um, but you know, it was kind of like the right difficulty and not too challenging to be excessively frustrating if you're kind of well-prepared on, on a level item basis. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, should we move on to the next the next uh, bullet here? I uh yeah, is there any um uh so we we started playing in June of this year. We probably should put this before description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true actually. Oh, well, you know. <clears throat> well, yeah, so this is the 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 channel history, the Discord history. So Shadar suggested this on May 19th. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to play another friggin' survival game. That's like, that, that's like half the games we played. We're changing, um, the, we're changing the title of the multiplayer project to the Survival Crafter Project. Yeah. Ark <laughs> is next. So I was <laughs> resistant to it. Um, and it didn't kind of pick up steam. And then Shadar just decided, okay, I'm going to play this on, on June 7th. And kind of managed to light a fuse and everyone sort of jumped on there for the initial play session. I think we played for like four hours or something the first time around and had a really good time and sort of went from there. Um, yeah. Yes. I actually, I remember this and I want this. I think this is a cross game takeaway here because it's hard to get people to try new things. And I yeah. think the, the way you do it is you get one friend, just you and one other, just start a server and, right. and two's a crowd. And that's how you get people you know, joining on, on, I, I remember how right. he started that. Cause, cause he, it took energy. It took activation energy for him to, you yeah. Know, yeah. Um, but he, but he persisted and he got us playing, uh, and you know, and the rest is history. Cause like, cause it's still hard to organize games, you know, we're, mm. we're, 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 you know, we're grownups and, and have jobs and kids and stuff like that. And like, this is, this is difficult. Um, so I think that's my that's my takeaway in terms of how Shadar got us playing. It's like it starts with two. Right? Yeah. And you like stream the game and other people see and that looks cool. Okay, I'll try it out. Um yeah, it worked out pretty nicely. Let's cool. let's uh go to our stories. Story times. Yeah. Um, um so th the wow. recurring one is of course happy feeding time. Uh <laughs> this so at the uh, upon killing a boss, uh you know, you, their their hit points go to zero. Then you culminate it by sucking their blood, uh, and so we made it fun by chanting "Happy Feeding Time," <laughs> which is a reference that, to the name of the server, Happy Fun. I was gonna, times. Yeah, Happy Fun Times. I was gonna say that, that's a uh, man. It always sucked to be left out of Happy Feeding Time. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know that yeah. when when you get downed and everyone else goes and happy feeding time without you and you're like just over there kneeling and slowly dying and watching everyone else have a great time yeah well i think it was worse for folks who couldn't make it there in time at all and missed out on the power that was also oh yes time. yes that is, i mean it was it was good that like so the bosses are respawning all the time so you can always go back and fight them again to get it uh but yeah you had to be present and I, we, we never figured out what the distance is that presence means right like it was like Pretty much the boss had to be on your screen. Is, is about I think within like a screen or half a screen, probably. Yeah, it's something like that that you would get. And that means you would get the bonus. So you could participate zero in the fight and still get the bonus. But yeah, you're right. It sucked when you didn't get there in time. <laughs> so that, that reminds me of another of another cross game issue of like, you know, we we don't play at the all we don't always play at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and so for the first half of playing, I remember it was, you know, I hosted the server just like I did on Valheim. Uh, and then when I went on trip, uh, Nick, you had to come to my house while I wasn't there. Expedition to secure the game server save files. (laughs) Yeah. But fortunately we, you were able to, I don't know what you did. Um, uh, once I I X through all the, the malware that you installed, uh, it seemed, it seemed like you were able to get the, the save stuff, save file and everybody retained their progress and everything. So like kudos to them on that. Yeah. Yeah, Well, you actually didn't realize spin up a dedicated server. You didn't realize that? No, I didn't know that. That never came up. So seamless. Nice. Seamless. Seamless delivery. <laughs> wow, guys. If only if only That's so knew. seamless. Uh no, and it, it's true though. Having that dedicated server was really nice cuz then when we set crafting things in motion then it would be good to go, but so I don't know if time actually progressed when people weren't online. I feel like it didn't. I don't know. I don't know. I I thought that it did, but maybe I feel like you needed someone there in person for it to like the clock to tick. I don't know. Maybe that's oh, not I, true. I didn't think Some... so. That's why the blood was burning down, and that's why the uh, oh. I thought like I set yeah, like, some... whole bunch that's of all the horses the died. Yeah, and some <laughs> and some of the freaking died. And that's right. The horses all died of, of thirst. <laughs> um, but also the servant quests, like you would send the server, qu- it would take like a day, twenty four hours. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I could have sworn they weren't progressing. Maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. Maybe they weren't. Oh yeah, maybe that only that only like matters in PvP, right? Because in theory, someone's always on. Yeah, I don't know, man. But the dedicated server was very nice. It was quite a luxury. Yeah, just being able to log log in whenever you wanted to. Yeah. Um. Let's. But the Pacific Vampire time. Who's was that? Oh yeah. Uh. I don't. Uh, this was. This was vampires. an early joke. Yeah. It didn't really. Didn't really stick. Kind of. Kind of like how we all talked like vampires for like the first hour. Yeah, oh god, yes. that was terrible. That was <laughs> wait though. Let's be real though. When we first fired it up, we started doing our weird vampire voices, which I highly suggest for your first playthrough. Oh, uh, it was okay. It was good. It was good. It's it probably in the stream somewhere. No, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we had how many people did we have the first night? I think we got like six people. Yeah, logged even in. Seb, yeah, even six. Seb hopped on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Seb was there for a bit. Yeah, yeah. I just remember building <laughs> my castle. On my nice, castle, beautiful open space <laughs> that somebody was hiding their castle behind a tree somewhere, and I didn't know. Which you cut down. I'm pretty sure you cut down my tree, which I needed I for shade. I probably did. I cut the sh- <laughs> yeah. I cut the tree down. So all your shade was gone. And I built my castle. And then, and then you're like, "All right, fine, I'm leaving." You, I was like, "Dude, you already messed up my whole area." I did. I, after I uh... chopped down every tree. <laughs> In Nick's space, <laughs> I took my little bloody castle uh, heart. I packed up my bags, 
And I went to, uh, not even arguably, I went to a better spot, period, full stop. It was a better spot. It was up on Were the you the one that founded the, the, the primary castle location? Yeah, the castle location we're at right now. That's, that's my, that was my that's founding. Crumpus's heart? Castle that heart? That was my blood heart, whatever, castle It was a good heart. choice. It was nice and central. Yes. So I would say that to people, by the way. That's my recommendation for the early stage. There's a little spot right in the middle on this nice little plateau just to the east of the mine. It's a great starting location because primarily the copper mine is just right there. And there, yeah, that's it, right. it, it felt like there was a large portion of the game, kind of like that mid-game period where copper was just a Getting huge ore. resource that we needed. And having it adjacent was just extremely helpful. Well, so. there's a cave north of there um, that would send you to the cave adjacent to the base. So oh, if you're yes. doing like cotton runs or iron runs, you could just jump in the cave and teleport back, which is really nice. Two yep. great reasons. Two great reasons. Anyway, so yeah, Nick's spot was not as good as the one that I picked. <laughs> but because of Nick picking his first terrible spot, I ended up picking a fantastic spot later on. Well, you know what really bugged me was I spent, I think, 20 minutes, because I'm, like, super particular about this. I'm like, okay, I'm making a decision. It's I'm sticking for the future. I have to plan ahead. I have to make sure I make just the right choice. I went all around. Like, all the good spots along the initial path have been taken by, like, Sam and Shadar and whoever else. And then I finally found this spot. It's like, oh, you got 80% available space. I was so excited. And then Crump rolls up beside me and starts chopping something. <laughs> that was perfect. Well, perfect. okay. So to go with that, although we don't necessarily do all recommendations, I want to say this. Building separate castles, the it's resources dumb. it takes is just way too much. So if you're playing yeah. with your friends, aggregate your resources. Yeah, yeah, aggregate one castle. resources, yep. 100%. One castle, it's way better. It's a lot more work to just, like, hammer out your yeah. whole place. Yeah, yeah. Well, related to that, um, near my initial castle location, that was where we had one of our first epic battles. So I think we all kind of encountered the Alpha Wolf, which is the first boss you kill. It gives you wolf form, which is very nice. Um, very important. Uh, you, there's another boss. We killed. We actually killed two bosses at once. We killed the Necromancer guy. I think it was a Necromancer. And the Chaos Archer. So we were fighting, I think, the Necromancer guy up on this like kind of little plateau that was pretty small. Um, and I think I started fighting him and I was whittling him down. And then like Seb came and then Crump came and Sam came and maybe some other people made it too at that point. We were all fighting this necromancer guy, just barely getting him down. And then out of nowhere, the chaos archer comes and starts like blowing us up. And so we're fighting two bosses. Uh, and I, I died. I think only one person made it out alive, just barely res people. Because at that point, we didn't know you could get the power if they extracted the blood while you're adjacent but like those sorts of moments where we like just barely held on and like had all these kind of emergent factors come into the gameplay where it's really cool yeah i i would say the crowded world is a major part of the fun of this game you know it's very difficult for your daughter crump i'm not i don't i don't doubt it, it but is, like i yeah. think i think i was like walking along and i saw some two of the early game bosses fighting each other and like, and then oh oh that's right in the iron mine there was like a oh, really yes! hard archer that was so good yeah and like the way the the only way to beat her, I'm pretty sure like this is you're supposed to beat her by like waiting for her to fight this undead necromancer guy, uh, not the ne like, big like skelly knight. skelly commander or something. Yeah, uh, and the skelly commander gets her down nice and low, and then you swoop in for the kill. And gosh, that is fun. There's something it about that true. that's really fun. 
it is true. It was interesting that the within the context of the map, like there were the people, and then there are the heroes, and then there was like that undead presence of like the bones and skeletons and the baddies, and there's like werewolves, and that there was a conflict that kind of like that idea of like oh, there's a conflict that already existed before you got here. Yep. Right. Uh, I always loved just kind of walking by and just seeing people like blast each other and just be like, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to swoop in and take every resource you guys have and just kill all of right. you just myself, right? <laughs> uh, no, you're right. That was that was actually really cool to see kind of those interactions about that. Kind of like that living world that was already there, right? It felt like you were coming into a place that was already pre-existing. I like that. I don't know. What's the, what are their stories, man? Um, I'd like to talk about materials overhead in crafting games. Okay. Uh, which is the act of um, it's it's a very common problem, right? You come home after a, a trip abroad, and your inventory's full. All the stuff in your pockets. Yeah, and all the stuff in your pockets. And what do you do with it? And they this game took a step forward with compulsively count. Yeah. Which let's let's give it let's give credit where it's credit where credit is due, right? Like good, some, good some like these the hotkeys like this make it make it easy, but you're still doing it, and um. I don't know, compared to other games, like I just feel like the material overhead was like really obnoxious in this game. Here's uh, what here's what I thought was obnoxious to add on to your your material overhead, Sam. And I know I'm gonna say this, and I know Nick knows. You're very particular about where things come. <laughs> What? <laughs> Turns Me? out you and can I... label storage containers. <laughs> no, and labeling storage containers, okay, that's good. Everything's good. But here and, and I know in some other games we've had some different difficulty coming to some agreements, but ultimately ended up being whoever was on the server the longest is the one who ends up dictating kind of the the methodology. But the thing is, is where this one was different from some of the other ones we played is you would take tier one materials in some cases like rocks and stones and bones or whatever, and then you'd have to put them into the machine. And then that machine over time will create tier two materials, right? Or yes. tier yeah. three mats, right? Refinement. And, you know, when we're talking about this organizing an overhead, the number of times <laughs> that people who were putting tier one mats into the cabinet instead of into the machine to turn them into tier two mats when we needed tier uh... two. I'd, I'd open a drawer and I'm like, why is there 500 stones in here when we need bricks? Why is there 150 to 1,000 bones just chilling in this thing when we need grave dust? So I spent probably hours just taking things out of the boxes that people are putting them in and then putting them into the machines to make sure we had the mats. That so, was one of the things. Yeah, I, I hear you. I, I I think there's a number of issues wrong with our, with our playthrough. And some were issues with the game and some... Uh, was an issue with the vision differences between Shadar and I. Let's let's, let's simplify it like that. Uh, the, the thing, the, the issue with the game Just is that calling them out. Yeah. Uh, well, look, we have we have we have vision differences in in our organization of our castle. And like you said, yes. like you said, Crump, right? It goes to the person who like whoever's the spends the most time, right? It's yes. their vision, right? And Valheim, it was the community center and like the organization of the chest there, and which mm -hmm. uh, you know I thought was you know perfect, right? You couldn't do any better. Um, sure. Uh, so there was a clash. Yeah, there was a clash between Shadar and I in that respect. That, that's that's all I'll say on the on the topic. 
on the air. Um, but the other issue with, 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 with this particular game is that there was... All right, number one, the stack sizes were too small because like you needed yeah. like thousands of bone and, and stuff to make, to make other stuff. And the second is that there was so much junk Grass and stone dust, you you just didn't need them after a time, and so yeah, literally yeah. you were using storage just for just as trash bins. Wait, let me and let like, me say one thing though on, uh, to add to that. The in regards specifically to stack sizes, and this is actually a huge, in my opinion, a huge thumb up to the devs on this one, is that the level of customization when on release that they had for server setup. Yeah. That's true. It was oh, you're really saying it's good. Nick's fault. It's Nick's fault for not. No, there not... <laughs> is there is a setting, there is a setting for server setup about Nick. stack sizes. Nick, there is a setting. I'm just saying. That's it. You I'm are done. guilty. I spent, I spent at least thirty minutes more trying to get the server to take the setting. I couldn't figure it out, and I didn't want to fuck it up. I Your tried to inaction is <laughs> guilt, the cause of strife. You See, could I tried, have fixed I tried, this. I tried to 8x crafting speed. I tried to remove durability loss. I think I succeeded on that one somehow. I tried to re remove garlic exposure because I thought it was dumb. I tried a lot of things. Oh, garlic succeed. exposure was was brilliant. Come on. No, I didn't like it. I thought it was stupid. Um, <laughs> you could, like the Val the Valheim thing where you could teleport. You could only teleport items through Wade Gate. You couldn't teleport them through oh, Wade Gate. I like, I like that too. I like that too, both both because it's a, it's like a, an important constraint, but also it encourages you to the cave horse system backward, yeah, cave I'm system just, and, and horse backward, and you got to look out for for blood, so you just turn I'm, on the. Yeah, I'm just saying, the server settings allowed you to say, oh, I'm going to determine whether or not you can teleport things through wait gates. I'm going to determine whether or not when you die you keep blood bound uh. equipment. I'm going to determine whether or not uh, you can um, have. Freaking a thousand stacks or not in your your thing, whatever it is. How long daytime is? How long nighttime is? Like there was a, actually a lot of configuration that, to me, that's a, from, from my perspective, that's a huge thumb up to be like criminal like these, neglect. These are all things <laughs> gross <that> negligence. <laughs> gross negligence. These are all things that the devs could have just been like, oh, we'll add that in later. But this yeah. was all oh, stuff yeah. when they that they came out. When on release that they let the customization, and this might be one of those things when, you know, Sam, when you say this game was potentially catered more towards PvP, and I think that maybe that's the case when they have all these cool settings in here. But that's just my small tangent to your complaint about the stack sizes. It could have been fixed. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I strongly uh, second the kudos to the devs for, for this particular level of um customization. of customization right especially especially in the pvp world right people can like figure out like they can they can create all sorts of new worlds and make like an entirely different game i'm sure mm, um yeah. you know with things like that so I, I very much appreciate that um uh all right enough of materials i don't know i i, I just it, it's an unsolved problem right well, i think in crafting games i think to offer a like box of boxes you have a box you can get at a certain point. You can shove all your other boxes in there. And the box carries everything. You can just dump everything in one box. And then you can have a system where the you can basically place craft orders from your various production machines that pull from a box or the box. I think that would be, for me, the way to then be basically let people work towards eliminating this this overhead management system and reducing like menial labor. 
as a yeah. reward for progressing in the game. That's how I would do it. Uh, you could have rest- restraints on how far away the box could be, but to me, that would make the most sense. You don't, yeah. you know, you could. It feels good to progress through that. Um, you don't necessarily have to offer it right away, but candidly, if 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 you if you had a way to just be like, when I get within ten feet of this box, take just all ta- of just my take cotton. it. Yeah, take all yeah. of my cotton, and then just be like just vacuum box, vac like a vacuum box. Yeah, you step into your castle, and it's just like. Some servants run up and they're like, mm, "Sir, yes, let me take your stuff from you." Oh yeah, you could use the servants. Like, a servant <laughs> that system, would be awesome. And they kind of run up and be like, "A butler." Oh, that'd that be great. And then they greet you take, too. They're like, "Oh, hello." Let me take your things, sir. Thank you. And then he just walks <laughs> yeah. over and he just like you, you like label the boxes and be like cotton, like a little thing that just says, "What materials do you want in here?" It's like, "I want cotton in here. I want grass. I'm going to put that like, would any be cool. gems that I, I like." Find. That would fit thematically in this game. Yeah, and then have the butler come up and just be like, mm, "Thank you, sir." Even if, comes it, up, even if comes up. even if all you had was one guy that you had to talk to and he was the one you go to and be like take all my take all my crap and go sort it and you push the one button that would be better than having to Or like, you come in and ring it. a bell like yeah like for the servant and they come over that would be that that's the way that I would do it That's kind of like DRG actually in a way like robots you know what I'm talking about the the Sally Molly Molly, that's right. Molly, exactly. <laughs> get over here! Oh, that's a good game. And you just you just pour it into it, right? Like it, it yeah, yeah, just sorts everything. Just dump into the yeah, right? Because yeah, because um, the, the collection of stuff and the risk of losing that stuff if you die, that's part of the game. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's mm-hmm, just when yeah. you get to safety, like don't make me menu click and stuff like that. A lot. Yeah, it is a lot. Uh, anyway, speaking of tedious things that we hate a lot that we don't want to do a bunch of let's talk about fishing <laughs> all right okay so hold on before before i i rant uh any comments on fishing in in v rising or in general never fished once in this game i got someone put fishing rods in a box and i held on to a fishing rod for the entirety of the game i think i saw sparkles twice <laughs> sparkles. and i never splashed <laughs> I have comments on other games, but I'll let you rant about this one. First. Look at the look at those sparkles in the water. Go Ooh, the sparkles! You know, honestly, right. my only my only complaint about fishing is there was no ice fishing. There's an ice area. No, I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> my only complaint. But if there was right. like a frozen lake you go out on and you had to cut a space in and then fish into the no, okay. Sam's gearing up. He's got yeah, his right, right. Right. Okay. hands behind his back. Fishing, <laughs> fishing, He's cracking, in his knuckles, right. cracking his knuckles. Cracking his knuckles. Like all right, all right, let's go. All right, here here's the thing: fishing in video games, right? In principle, I love it. In gen in general, totally, it's a it's a thing you can do. There are some games where fishing totally makes sense, you know, Stardew Valley, uh, Spiritfarer, you know, like actual games where like like your your character is supposed to fish. There's other games where fishing is like totally like in, intentionally a tangent thing, um, like right? Dead. Like like Red Dead, uh, well, I, even that's thematic. But like in Hades, there's fishing. In uh, World of Warcraft, there's fishing, right? Like there, I like fish- I like fishing in both of those games. Ex- exactly, and, that, and what I'm saying is that is uh, I'm not opposed to fishing in in thematic or non-thematic games at all. However, However. The execution of fishing in this particular game is agonizing to me, and here's why. The first is that it is re- it is essentially required for the top tier mats. I mean, not really, yeah. but like you need you need to fish to to fight uh-huh. a particular boss, 
to get rat form, although that's you know that's skippable. Sure. You need sure. and you and you need to fish for the like the highest of mats, um, yeah. and and for some consumables. Now that did make those consumables really valuable. That I I buy, but the act of fishing is just really really annoying in this particular game because there's baddies walking all around all over the place. So you could be sitting there, <laughs> yeah, like waiting for a fish, and then some and then someone will come up and start punching you in the back and there's and like what the, all you could do is like is is leave that fish alone and by the way when you miss that little bubble spot it does not come back mm, um right mm. like you have to find another one which is just ugh, i'm just so tired now of it. my understanding was that you could also buy some fish from the traders but oh that also required you to acquire find silver them? find the traders turn into a person <laughs> and then interact with them, which you could usually only do during the daytime. Otherwise, you start burning, literally burning from the sun. You mean nighttime? Oh, yeah, nighttime. Uh, yeah. I actually – I never found that purchasing anything from the traders was worth any time, although I did want one of these cool hats. But because resources was so slim, <clears throat> we never got one. But So I talked to a trader I once. Agree. I waited till I found them. I waited till nighttime and was close. I turned into a human. I role played being a human. I was like, hello there. I'm just a little old lady. And I talked to the trader. Um, and then all this stuff was too much. I didn't have enough silver coins. I had to go get silver coins. I couldn't find them again. And I was like, I'm not talking to a freaking trader ever again in this game. It's just too annoying. It too if you annoying. could track the traders, I think that would have been better. If you'd use the blood tracking to find them. Okay. But if you have to find them and you have to be carrying coins. And if you're carrying coins, you probably can't TP. I don't know about that. But you're also getting burned by the coins. Because they're silver. So you can't. Yep. You can't. What can you not do? Can you ride? You can ride a horse, but you can't transform? Yeah, yeah that's think correct. You, you can't use yeah. vampire powers. Yeah. So it's like a little too annoying. Mm, yeah. I get and not that. Almost valuable Almost enough. as annoying as fishing. <laughs> All right. Let's talk uh, about horses. Okay. I like horses. So. I like horses. Horses were cool. So the thing I liked about the horses, and I think this comes back to the the blood quality thing as well, was that horses had stats, which I actually didn't realize until someone told me. But you get on a horse, you hit tab, you can name the horse, but you can also see what the horse's stats are. Um, so I got a horse and I named it something random. And I used that horse for a while. And then I realized there were horse stats. And then what I did instead was I would run around. It Whenever I saw a horse, jump on the horse, hit tab, see what the stats were, and then name it something like 7911 or 5412. Um, and then I just knew, you know, whether the horse was good or not. Um, yeah, plus, if you like name a, a horse, it'll spawn another horse. It was like the stats were like uh, acceleration, uh, handling. Rotation. And- yeah, rotation yeah. And top, and speed. top speed top speed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was great because i named the horses i knew the numbered horses were mine but then everyone started using the system and then it wasn't clear anymore so then we started adding our names in front um but the horses were cool i like the horses i lost a very good horse once and i was sad yeah i, I just i was losing horses too frequently to name them because then they would be precious to me and then i'd be sad because they would die this one right yeah the first one we got very attached to because we thought they would last longer yeah but like you they like going back to a previous statement about like the environment like they will try to kill your horse 
to stop you from getting away yes. in some cases. Or yeah. they'll like sh they'll blast you off of it if you're not careful when you're riding yeah. by, just like trying to get to the cave. Especially in like the the last area where they top had, left like, zone. Yeah, they, yeah. They, had, they made like, specific rifles. units that would be hard to dodge their 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 ranged attacks <laughs> on a horse. I think they did it on purpose. Yeah, I the way so the bullets spread and traveled, it was actually pretty challenging. But that was also kind of fun. Was like you could use a horse to bypass zones where you didn't want to fight people, but you actually again had to apply skill in order to do that. So you had to like maneuver your horse, you had to like gallop at the right time, etc., in order to like bypass all these battles. So the game rewarded you for you know finding a horse, managing your horse, but also maneuvering the horse well, which I really liked. Were the horses in the last area significantly better? Because I felt like that they weren't no. necessarily. I felt like all no. the horses, and that was actually something I kind of liked about the game, is in the sense that like the horse, the horses had like random stats, but like getting one in the early areas, that horse could have been just as good as one that you got in the yeah. later areas, right? Yeah. I actually, I actually liked that personally because then you didn't feel like you. Like we're not getting the full use of the horse, or that when you needed a new horse, you had to go to a specific area to go get it. You should right. find out where a horse was and just go get one. Yeah. Um. Man, those guys with those rifles, though, those are freaking annoying. Oh, they were real jerks. No, the worst ones were the fire archers, though, in like the second or third yep. zone. Oh, with the, like the bomb arrow that created this like huge fire. Oh my god! And then you're fighting like the traveling vampire slayer, and then you're getting whooped by freaking. What are they called again? Dead eyes? Maybe dead eye? I don't know. Yeah, that sounds something like that. But they were so annoying. And it was the, the <laughs> fire, the ball, the, the ground burning was yeah. pretty significant in size. Yeah. yeah. And the worst time is when you get the fire archers in combat during the day and all your shade is like on fire. Yep. <laughs> I hated that. And those guys freaking sucked. That second, that second region, Dunley, I think is called. I that region is excellent. It's yeah. it's heinous and it's got lots of goodies and it's fun to play and it's just yeah, I just really like that region. It was pretty rewarding, I think, even though it was hard. It was a nice kind of punch step up in difficulty, um, but it was like worth it. it wasn't unfair. I think so coming across the horses there was nice. It kind of made it a little less painful. Um, and there was a lot of good stuff to collect, both bosses, but materials as well. So here's one of my, one, I guess, criticisms in terms of like longevity of the game. And maybe that's why it's more focused on PVP versus PVE, but because the map is static, right? Yep. Um, and the diversity is pretty clear. Like once you know where things are, um, like I perceive, like the replayability kind of starts to go down. Like there's no once you get past like the first area, like there's not really any reason to go back to any of the place that you've been before. It's like right. you you move on from the beginning woods to the second area, and then from the second area, it's like oh you got like the swampy area, and then you got like the mountainous area, and there's a few like side missions over there, and then in the top left you have that end game space and then there's not really any reason or value in returning back to where you ever came um yeah. which makes kind of like and maybe that's where we are right now like this is one of the few games for i guess multiplayer project where we like as we're recording this now like we've finished quote unquote the game if you will mm -hmm. at least in its current state and um 
like are we gonna go back and play it i don't know like so what else is there to do right right so so this is true right we we have finished the content and i do not feel like i have to go back but that's okay that's not a criticism no, of the okay. game it is okay it is okay like remember raft i mean we've already played put in three more three times more hours than raft we did than we did last year mm. uh on raft although raft recently came out with an update and Crump and i have a new raft but the point is is that um you know play and play and be done gameplay is okay and you can have a wonderful time doing it and i think we did i'd rather have like really well crafted 40 hours or whatever versus like dice roll procedural i think you need to design the game in a way that i just fact check myself 28 hours i know i'm not supposed to do that but um yeah, rather than like procedural generation of like, which may or may not be good. Procedural can be very good if you build for it, but I don't know. Yeah. You, you wouldn't have the same like Dunley experience or whatever that Sam loved. Sure, procedural, sure. Right? It might yeah, be and I'm, complete super easy. Yeah, and I'm not necessarily saying that uh, procedural I want a bigger world. I want more. I, yeah, I'm just like, what, you know, what if there was like, a new way gate that took you to a new map. Yeah, yeah. Right? I hear that. I hear to that. Different island, or like right? a challenge zone where you could like do like a battle arena of like 10 mm. more bosses and like, you know, systems like that. Or like yeah, a horde mode. Are. Like there's a bunch of additional gameplay stuff you could build on top of what's already there that's really good if they want it to. Let's, let's uh, wrap with our final story of what I thought was just an excellent finish to the game when we took on the final three soul shards, uh, us three, and using all of the optim optimizations that we had. Um, we didn't have any 100% blood prisoners, but we did have some 90s. Uh -huh. uh, and um, We didn't have the hot top tier pots, but we did yep. have, because we didn't want to go deal with that bullcrap fishing. Yep. And, so we just um, used the brews. And the thing, the thing I'll remember, so there were three final tier bosses and uh the second was a pushover but the first and third uh again i just this is just a testament to the to the tuning of the bosses i'm pretty sure correct me if i'm wrong but two of us were dead and the other one was, was on their last legs at the moment we killed the boss the the final final one the final but also the the behemoth the third to final one. Oh yeah no and i actually think candidly i think we did those in the and I'm using air quotes here right for order. people who are listening only. The, we did them in the wrong order, right? Like, did, I think that, did... Yeah, I think that the the bird we were supposed to kill first, the griffin or whatever it was. Oh. Um, and then the behemoth, I think. And then the other one. Now I actually have to look it up. Maybe I'll look it up. But the point is... No, I'm not supposed to fact check. Yeah, no looking up. Um, if that's not the case, then okay, that's the one time that maybe they screwed up the difficulty because the bird, the, the griffin was like way easier than the behemoth was, in my opinion. Yep. Um, and yeah, no, I think we were. We were last legs, barely alive, on the brink of almost not beating it. Um, and I know with the behemoth, Sam, you and me tried like, like three times six, before. Like, no, it was like four or five times with oh, a cup yeah. with with at least one other person with jewels uh, yeah yeah with jewels and we just couldn't do it because the guy was i think he was reasonably challenging in terms of like i, I felt like the behemoth just had so much life and then it like summoned a second version of itself and then they had like even the additional ads it was just a lot yeah. to deal with anyway it was a great time but but also we we killed Solaris on the Blood Moon too. It was which is like one every seven nights or something. You get mm -hmm. extra stat boosts, 
and it was just a yeah it was just a uh we finished the game and i was like okay i am happily uninstalling yeah Yeah. it just lined up perfectly um i will say i remember i was i think i was in the lounge at at the auckland airport talking to you two and you're playing i think you're playing raft and then you're talking about this boss you couldn't beat and i was like oh you can't beat it Uh, don't worry i'll like i'll come back we could beat it no problem (laughs) (laughs) and we did we beat him on the first try didn't we yeah i think we did yeah each each of them them we did yeah Let's fly in Nick from across the ocean. <laughs> fly, fly in the, the ringer. No, it was really fun. I think, uh, yeah, having that trio um, and, like, going through the three bosses, like Sam said, the final conclusion. Because when you killed the boss, you got the soul shard thing, which you had to walk back, like, on foot. You yep. couldn't get any other speed adjustment beyond, like, your dash or, like, getting shoved by someone in wolf form that kind of pushed you along a little bit faster. But when you got back to the base, you put down your shard, and then you get the buff from the shard, which is a two-hour buff. You can just keep reapplying. So, basically, we got the behemoth buff, then the, what's it called? Flying? The chimera? I can't remember. Wing Winged horror. Wing horror. We got that buff. So then we had the two two-hour buffs. We had like our flask. We had our potions, and then we had blood moon. And that's when we went to fight Solaris together, um, which was really it was really good um, how it all came together. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was really good. And we kind of capped it out. It did feel like a very good ending. I'm like, oh yeah, I feel very yep. satisfied having finished this all. All right, let's wrap. All right. Would we suggest uh, playing this game? Would we suggest playing? Oh yes. Would we suggest that? Um, my vote is uh, a definite yes. If you're even if you're not into crafting, if you played anything like Diablo like and you had a good time with that, um, the crafting although is somewhat of a burden to some degree. If you're not into crafting at all, um, not until the end. It's, it's only a burden really at the end. end. It's really not too crazy, yeah. but. I also think if you have a group that's playing consistently with you and you're not having to drag people ahead in progression, because that's like a drain on materials and they're not adding to the pool. I think it's not too bad. Absolutely. Well, and you're probably going to find at least one friend who actually does like the crafting maybe. And then Mm. that's usually me do it. And then you like, but my, my recommendation is at least three people. And I know that Sam said you and a buddy can get things kicked off. (laughs) Personally, I think that's true. And you could probably play with two. Um, I think that we found a lot of benefit when fighting certain bosses of being able to have a two people interacting in terms of like one attacking while the other's distracting or yeah, vice or versa. healing or blocking while the, third, or... while the third person could either rotate in or not. And I know it's kind of a cheese strategy, but there was some times where <laughs> if you were low enough, you could actually back out of the fight. If you got, if you got far enough away, you were out of combat and you could heal up and you could come back. So if you're if you want easier mode on the game then at least 3 people. I think but, I, I think I would wholeheartedly agree with that. It was just it was more fun with 3 for sure. I think it gave you options. So like you could stretch on like we said we we're killing skull bosses and and that did involve like people dying and like someone else dashing to like res and then the other person like holding the boss off. So like you had this optionality to like work together as a team to punch above your weight. I will say though that the game adjusts the difficulty of the bosses based on the number of people present. So it can be challenging sometimes if you have people, like if you're trying to like pull people forward and get the powers and stuff, if they're not able to contribute as much, they're still increasing the difficulty of the boss. 
Um, So depending on your group, like you may be able to move like at a different pace according to kind of like how well geared you are or how well you play together. Um, Yeah. So it's something to keep in mind. The the next tip, and this is, this is a very common refrain is play together. Um, Yeah. For the, because I went on vacation in June, I, I experienced that rare thing that normally I'm (laughs) the causer of, which is I came back, I came back to a world that had progressed many levels beyond myself. Yeah. Um, and it stinks. Uh, you know, I feel like I was a, a little bit cut out from the content or like, you know, like the, the drive for the content. I wasn't too far back, so it wasn't a, a deal breaker. Um, but I totally, I totally empathize now with uh, that feeling of like, you know, like who's going to join us on, on the Helix now, on the Helix raft now, Tyler. Like we're reaching yeah. that point where like, you know, people have missed content. Yeah. Um, which I, which I understand, and, and I, I don't know how to solve it, right? That's a, you just got to find time together. It's tough. I mean, I think unless you have a specific play schedule and you stick to it and you have a group of people that are going to be there 100% of the time, inevitably you're going to, like, lose people or people are going to pull ahead. And, I mean, having the dedicated server was really nice because it meant, like, we could play whenever. If Sam's gone for two weeks, we won't have to wait two weeks to play again, you know, for everyone else to join in. But it also means, like, <clears throat> some people go in there and just churn ahead. Um, and then you can fall to the temptation of like, Ooh, I'm going to grab the latest weaponry. That's me. Every time I'm like, I yep. don't care. I want to be strong. <laughs> uh, or you can try and kind of like do it your own. But like Sam said, the world has changed without you. It's kind of moved on. Um, the, like the different. castle, the castle was completely different when I came back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had to, I had to reorganize all of the materials because <laughs> you had to <laughs> do it. I had to, <laughs> but to some, but to some degree, there was even, and this is the thing about the rising that I thought was, and I don't know if it was, uh, there was a point where like, Shadar, I think, like went out and like built a separate castle and just kind of kept like his more advanced stuff that he was r- running through, and, candidly, I didn't know, like I had no idea yeah. of the difference. So, so to some degree, there are things you could do in in which you can progress far enough away where. The other people wouldn't necessarily miss out if they had their own castles, mm. if they were doing their own thing. Mm. And because the game is, or the whole map is like persistent, you can actually still go through the motions. Like if I, if we were to turn it on right now, uh, everyone would get the bonus, of course, of like the shards that we got for them. So they'll be a little bit stronger. If they chose they to could, use them. Yeah, if they chose to use them. But they could still go through and kill all the bosses that they haven't killed yet and still yeah. experience just those things. And those things are only diminished because they are absent of our um, f- our presence and friendship when they do it, but right. they can still enjoy the game itself uh, <laughs> even without us. Well, it sounds cheesy, but it's important. You know, that friendship, that social aspect, that's part of what makes yeah. it so much fun. All right. Uh, I would suggest playing the game. I don't know if I do. I have any other tips. Um, How much oh, did I yes. Buy for? Look at the server settings. Um, <laughs> That's a good point. Before you make your server, uh, there are a lot of difficulty things that you can do there to make it easier or harder. Have at least three people, and if you have a if you can't have a persistent world, then I would say do it. But uh, good stuff. Any other tips on my end? My tip: I always do this in every game we play. At, always, even in Overwatch. But I'd be like, just like go for it. You know, if you die, who cares? Try it. Yeah, push the limits. Don't be scared. Go do the thing. Die and try again. I, you know, I don't want to wait for it to be easy. So that's my suggestion. Just um, do it. 
<laughs> do it. Don't Thanks. let I your think- dreams be dreams. <laughs> Some of our best moments were like, Sam's like, I don't think we can kill Archer Lady in the cave. I'm like, well, she's stuck. Like, she's stuck there. We almost killed her. We didn't get her, was- but we almost got her. Yeah. That's what happened to me with the spider cave was one where all the other <laughs> monsters were just like, a, just barely too tough. And they had that wandering guy who was <laughs> hard. He was hard. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. and, and it was like, Nick's like, I'm gonna go kill a spider queen. And like, two of us are like, F this noise. We're just like getting out of here. I got everyone to come with me to kill spiders. (laughs) Spider queen. And then, like, within (laughs) 15 minutes, Nick kills the spider queen with like two other people. And then I'm just like running through the woods thinking to myself, oh, great. I just missed out on that new ability because I'm freaking near dinking around because I didn't know. There you go, man. I got everyone to come. I think half the team backed out. Um, and I rallied the troops, <laughs> killed the spider queen. Uh, we also stretched for the ice Yeti. That was a pretty epic battle and the blizzard. Like, Oh yes. Yeah. I remember that that was, good. was good. Um, Quincy, we kind of hit her face against the wall for a bit, but like Sam said, we had to figure out how to take the fight. So anyways, I think my tip in this game is yeah, get like, go for it. Try, try things out because if you die, like it doesn't really matter that much beyond the durability loss is a little annoying. But everything else, you can just go grab your stuff. Yeah, but you can turn durability loss off. In That's the right. Settings. There you go. Which really hype in the server. Did. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, I do. Yeah, I'm hyping the, game the server shot. settings. I'm hyping the server settings because I, I actually am moderately impressed by the hard hype, the, quant- the quantity of levers and switches that they gave you on release. But I think the other tip for me is. Just play on a PvE server. Don't play on a PvP server. I don't know. I think unless you want to fight people and, like, be scared about your stuff getting stolen. Like, if you want to, like, battle and find that blood, I don't know. But for me, like, I think just playing with your friends is more fun. I we that is just our style. That's This is our yeah. particular group style. I, I have never yeah. known someone who actually likes PvP. Like, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I like, like PvP with like a power differential and a, a, a persistent loss dynamic is just rough. Because if you're behind and you die, you're further behind. How do you get ahead? You try and steal from people that are more powerful for you. But how do you, you can't kill them effectively. I mean, imagine a world where some mega stronghold has all sh- three shards. They're running these powerful two hour buffs. Like, yeah. How do you break in and fight them? If I don't know. I mean, maybe there's some like underdog, kind of like overturning the oppressor kind of thing. But to me, it's just. I don't know. Yep, I'm with you. Well, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure podcasting with y'all. Uh, this has been a uh, another goal achieved. You can you can tell you can tell your wife that. Um, yes. Done. <laughs> Uh, you can also you can also tell her that that Nick uh, did ten episodes too. Or something. I also achieved the goal. <laughs> you, know, you know, whatever. You know, whatever. Yeah. Did you write it down though? Was it one of your? Was it your goal? No. Did you have a contract with yourself? No, I just. I set goals in my heart, and then I follow my heart. Fantastic. Um. Yeah. So. I'm good. Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, Nick, you got to play us out. Yeah. <clears throat> That had some real bean battle vibes to it. Yeah, yeah, it was on purpose. Yeah, I thought you might recognize it. That's such a rockin' soundtrack, man. Holy crap! We should play bean battles.
Uh, I'm down. down to play some. <laughs> Check, 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 check